a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's And it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I got a beautiful feeling everything's going my way. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another episode of the Bing Crosby Show and the Railroad Hour. It's 2021. I didn't have an intro for this one, so I thought I'd put one on here. Uh, it's interesting, though. This is a Louis Armstrong episode, and usually I do intros for all the Louis Armstrong stuff, But so you're in for a treat. We have uh, two Bing Crosby episodes, of course, one from 1951 and one from five years earlier, 1946. They both have Marilyn Maxwell as his other guest, so that's pretty cool that she's appears on both. And then we close out with The Railroad Hour, and it is A Touch of Venus is what a, the um, title of the production is. And so I just couldn't resist bringing you Paul McCartney from his new album. This is a song called A Kiss of Venus. And so I think you'll enjoy that, maybe. It's not my favorite song on the album, though it's many people's favorite song on his new album, McCartney 3. Uh, just a wonderful album, a very diverse set of songs that he recorded during COVID. Uh, good thing for you to check out. And uh, here's one of the songs, and you'll hear that whole song, and then we'll go into the shows today. So I hope you enjoy Louis Armstrong, Bing Crosby, Marilyn Maxwell, and of course, Paul McCartney and Gordon McRae. So enjoy all of them. We'll see you next time. This 
smoker wants. Mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. By Chesterfield, Chesterfield, the one that proves its case. Yes, Chesterfield's a milder, milder plus no aftertaste. So ho, open the pack and give them a sniff. Then you'll smoke them. Someone Waits for me. This is Ken Carpenter. Welcome to you to the Bing Crosby Show for Chesterfield, produced and transcribed in Palm Springs, California. With John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins with the mayors and Bing's guests, Marilyn Maxwell, Louis Armstrong, and Master Lindsay Crosby. And now, from America's most famous desert resort, we bring you that prominent golfer, swimmer, hiker, tennis player, horseman, sunbather, and lion hunter, Bing Crosby. Yeah. No, no. That was a pretty lengthy recital of my activities, well, on again, on. but it actually it only represents a cursory summation of my capers here oh, at the really? Springs. That's all, yes. because I'm also a very prominent date picker. You pick dates, too? Mm-hmm. When the four boys went out to a dancer party, I went along and picked their dates. <laughs> Playing a stern parent, huh? Well, they called me more of a nudnik. They said... <laughs> <laughs> they said I was a social martinet, a tyrant, <laughs> but a pretty good picker. Are uh, all the kids still down here, Bing? No, just Lindsay, the youngest, remains, and I'm much relieved to tell you that his dates still come off the tree. <laughs> well, Bing... Uh... That is really a bit for me. After all, boys will be boys. They will have dates. Well, dates are all right, Ken. It's that boys will be boys stuff that worries me. <laughs> well, I'll say one thing, Bing. Palm Springs certainly agrees with you. You got a wonderful tan. Yes, if I had a better figure, you could almost call me a bronze Adonis, couldn't you? <laughs> you have such a nice, even tan. How do you do it? Special technique, Ken. You see, most people, they just dab oil on themselves any which way and let it go at that. But I rub it on real smooth. Oh, I see. Besides that, I change my oil every 500 miles. <laughs> 
I give myself a complete mobilu. That's, uh, that's your secret, though. It certainly is. And they got the greatest golf course out here at Thunderbird. A sensational oh, course. Have you seen it? It's a beautiful course. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen it. You've been playing a lot of golf. Huh? Oh, no, not a lot. I wouldn't say I played a lot. Some mornings I play three holes, sometimes two, sometimes four. Sometimes I only play one hole. Well, gee, Bing, I thought you were pretty well recuperated from your operation. Uh, you still can't play much golf, well, huh? It's not that, Ken, I, but I have a policy regarding golf. What's that? The minute I lose a ball, I'm through for the day. <laughs> I got to the fifth hole. <laughs> Why should a fellow like you worry about losing a little golf ball? I don't worry. I just quit playing. <laughs> well, I'll bet Bob Hope doesn't quit the minute he loses a ball. Hey, I'm glad you brought that up, Ken, because Hope is even worse than I am. He couldn't be. He is. Hope won't even start playing until he finds a ball. <laughs> Never believe That's it. That's true. It's by, by the way, Bing, are you still living at Bob's house? Oh, no, no. I checked out of that trap. Oh. <laughs> what for? Oh, it got too tough there. All day, all night, people ringing the doorbell, banging on the door, trying to get autographs. Well, you're down here on a vacation. It wouldn't hurt you to sign a few autographs. They didn't want mine. Oh. <laughs> wouldn't have minded that, but I'm, I'm living over at Stuart Hopps' house now. Oh, Hopps? Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't he the fellow who gave the big party down here the where same. the lion yeah, got loose? Very yes, same. I remember. But I'm not worried about lines. I got my trusty six-shooter with me at all times. Got your six-shooter, huh? And a mighty itchy trigger finger, too, in case any lion is listening. I tell you, Ken, I wish that lion had never got loose. It's got me in a lot of trouble with my youngest boy. Trouble with Lindsay? What do you mean? Well, he heard the program last week. You know, we were carrying on about that old lion. Yeah. And the minute he got down here, he wanted to know when I was going to take him lion hunting. Got to take him on a safari, he says. <laughs> I think it's time, though, to present our first guest of the evening. Don't you think so? Yes, one of a, one of the world's yes. top musical men, an old pal of mine, great guy, Louis Satchmo Armstrong. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Mama. Louis. Thank you, Mama. I appreciate this very much. Very nice of you to drive all the way down here to Palm Springs with your hot horn and try and blow a little life into this program for us. Well, I've always wanted to visit Palm Springs but when I heard about that line, I wonder if this trip is necessary. <laughs> well, now, you don't have to worry about that line, Louis. The authorities on lines, you know, people who really know about lines and that come in close contact with them, they say they're not dangerous at all. Yeah, but most people who have come in close contact with lines now can only be contacted by Ouija board. <laughs> They've gone away, huh? They sure have, Daddy. <laughs> well, you could be right. I knew a fellow mm-hmm. that was swallowed by a lion head first. Head first, huh? Yeah. And just before this fellow's feet disappeared, the lion grabbed his shoelaces and used them for dental floss. You're... <laughs> <laughs> well, what about lapsing into something uh, musical right now? What do you say, Louis? Now you're talking, Pommity. John Scott? <laughs> Would you get us uh, rolling, kid? Kill her, <laughs> I hear singing and there's no one there. I smell blossoms and the trees are bare. All day long I seem to walk on air. I wonder why. I wonder why 
keep tossing in my sleep at night. And what's more, I've lost my appetite. Stars that used to twinkle in the skies are twinkling in my eyes. I wonder why. You don't need analyzing. It's not so surprising that you feel strange but nice. Your heart goes pitter-patter. I know just what's the matter. But it, I've been there once or twice. Nice country, isn't it? Yeah, man. Put your head on my shoulder. You need someone who's older. Rub down with the velvet glove. <laughs> There's nothing you can take to relieve that pleasant ache. You're not sick, you're just in love. I hear singing. You don't need analyzing that. It's no surprising. That's smell blossoms and the trees are I'm telling you, family. Your heart will be on. I seem to walk. I know just what's the matter. Because I've been there once or twice myself. Amen. But you're tossing on my shoulder, man. Sleep at night. Someone who's older. And what's more, I've lost my appetite. There's nothing that you can take to really leave that wake. Tremendous banging, Louis. Say, it was rolling, wasn't it? It really went. That's the fastest I've moved in years. <laughs> well, Ken, we thank you, but now what, what do you say we sell some Chesterfields, huh? Yes, folks, only one, only one cigarette, Chesterfield, gives you mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. What every smoker wants. Yes, and 1,521 tobacco growers say Chesterfields are milder, and they show you how to prove it. They say Chesterfield's right combination of the world's best tobaccos smells milder, smokes milder. And here's what modern science and research say. There's only one cigarette which leaves no unpleasant aftertaste. That cigarette is Chesterfield. Every smoker wants a milder cigarette, and every smoker after smoking wants no unpleasant aftertaste. Only Chesterfield gives you both, more for your money than any other cigarette can give you. Prove it yourself. For the price of just one pack, yes, it comes right down to this. Just the price of a pack of Chesterfields to prove Chesterfield is the best cigarette for you. You are so right, Ken. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the lovely star of the stage and screen, Miss Marilyn Maxwell. Thank you, Bing. Marilyn, you'll have to pardon me on that introduction. I guess I should have uh, mentioned the radio, too, because you've done a lot of radio work this season, haven't you? Well, that's right. I've done 15 radio programs with Bob Hope. Oh, you lucky girl, you. <laughs> 15 shows with Bob, and now you're on my program. Well, this... This is really going to be a thrill for you. Well, what do you mean? Tonight you're going to get paid. <laughs> oh, you're a real sport, kiddo. And I'm jazzy, yeah, huh? Sure. Well, I fling it around a little. <laughs> Say, before I forget, I'd like to invite you to um, do something with us. You want to go on a line hunt tomorrow? I'm forming a little safari. <laughs> I see. Just because I've done 15 shows with Hope, you think I'm made of iron. <laughs> 
<laughs> After the basic training you've had, you won't even need a gun on the safari. Mm-hmm. You can just grab that lion by the tail, drag him back to town, throw him into Solomon's delicatessen, and say, marinate this, will you? <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, Bing, why don't you relax? It's springtime on the desert. Isn't it lovely? Oh, wonderful. Just take it easy and enjoy it. Wonderful here, isn't it? Marvelous. Oh, yes. Huh? When I'm in Palm Springs, I'm in seventh heaven. Mayor Farrell will love you for that. <laughs> he may pick up your tab later if you go on that. <clears throat> you know, Marilyn, now that we so deftly slipped into this springtime mood, don't you think we should do a little springtime song while the folks are still apparently under the spell? Oh, yes. Let's hit them with it while they're still groggy. <laughs> Now, Trotter, would you provide a little light, zany uh, springtime background, something fluffy? Here comes the springtime, and there goes my heart. Holy, holy, hey, All my resistance has fallen apart. Holy, holy, hey. Sweet evening breeze, go away if you please. Lilacs and smilacs and hand me. Fresh morning dew, you are soaking me through with feelings that don't understand me. After the robins, the crickets will start. Holy, holy, hey, Here comes the springtime, and there goes my heart. Holy, 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 holy. A musical interlude now, mood music. Here comes the springtime, and there goes my heart. Holy, holy, hey, I'm just a patsy for Cupid's first dart. Holy, holy, hey. Bluebird brigade, you have sure got me made. Pansies and violets, I'm loving. Panama hat, I am flat on the mat. You butterflies got to quit shoving. After the crickets, the bullfrogs will start. Holy, holy, hey, Here comes the springtime, and there goes my heart. Here comes the springtime, and there goes my heart. Holy, 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 isn't it fun? Thank you very much, Marilyn. That was real nice. I guess that's about as giddy as we can get without somebody throwing a net over us. <clears throat> Hodily, hidily. <laughs> Folks, I'd like to bring Louis Armstrong back and see if we can coax a little specialty out of him, a little number. How about it, Lou? I'm right here, Daddy. How about uh, taking a little trip up the Lazy River? There's no lines up there, you know. Hmm? <laughs> Up the lazy river Where the old bill runs 
up the lazy river with the new day sun Lingin' in the shade of a kind old tree Throw away your trouble, dream a dream of me, dream a dream of me Up the lazy river where the robin's sound Two bright lights as we stroll along Blue skies up above the one I love Up the lazy river How happy we will be Mama Skies up above the one I love up the lazy river. How happy we'll be, baby. Thanks for being with us, Louie, and good luck on your engagement at the Tiffany Club up there in Los Angeles. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to get on to our next guest, I would like to say that this young fella hails from up Elko, Nevada way. Right good cowpoke. He's quite a famous buckaroo up in that part of the country. He goes by the name of Lenny Crosby. <laughs> right up there in the box, Lenny. Talk right directly there. Howdy, partner. Howdy, Dad. What do you think of Palm Springs? Pretty classy, isn't it? Sure is. Kind of richer, though, than Elko. Yeah, I guess so. Well, Elko's a cow town, you know. This here's a resort. But the cowboys I see on the streets here don't fool me any. They don't, huh? They just ain't real cowboys. <laughs> so, how do you know? Well, they ain't got bull legs. <laughs> well, that's how you tell the cowboys here are dudes, huh? No bull legs. That goes for the cowgirls, too. They do what? <laughs> well, we'll just drop that research for several years, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> hey, are we all set to go on that safari tomorrow? Yeah, now, let's forget the safari. Shall I tell you what we do? We'll go for a nice little horseback ride tomorrow morning, then we'll go over to the La Paz in the afternoon, have a nice swim. What do you think? All right, but let's take our guns just in case. You think so? Well, pool is crowded. We'd have to shoot our way in. Well, can, <laughs> now that you're here on the program, don't you think you ought to do a little something for the folks? Do something? Sure. What do you do? Oh, I'm a schoolboy. You're a schoolboy? That's not very entertaining. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Well, 
No, by entertaining, I mean, uh, what do you do in the entertainment field? Can you do a card trick, spin a yo-yo, dive into a swimming pool full of orchids, or twirl a rope or something? I think those things are a little visual for radio, aren't they? Well, they are a little bit on the TV side. Anything else you can do? Why, oh, sing a little, you know. You sing a little? You oh, do? Yes, very. Well, <laughs> well, now, ain't that a coincidence? So do I. You do? Yes. Oh, you... What do you know? <laughs> Tell me, what's your style? Do you sing uh, serious songs, or are you going for the comedy lilts, huh? Well, a little each. You know, I kind of mix them up. Well, you got a... <laughs> you run the gamut, huh? You got a repertoire. You're one of those versatile virtuosos, eh? Well, I'm not sure about that. I'm not too sure about those words. Versatile? <laughs> hey, why, do you, why don't we do a song together? You know, bro your brother Gary and I, we have a new record out. You, you familiar with the tunes on that platter? I should be. I hear it 24 hours a day. <laughs> Well, why don't you and I have a sort of blend on Moonlight Bay? You ready? Yeah. We were sailing along On Moonlight Bay We could hear the voices ringing They seemed to say you have stolen my heart Now don't go away As we sang love's old sweet songs On Moonlight Bay I'm joined now by my associate in song, Mr. Lindsey Crosby, who's been flown in at great expense from Siedlmeyer's Milk Bar. Leonard? How we were sailing along Bet you look cute in your new sailor suit People cheered on Moonlight Bay Just as sharp as a tack with a belt in the back You could hear the voices ringing A croon in a tune They seemed to say You were at home with the tissue and comb How you have stolen my heart Oh, how could you lose in those high-button shoes? <laughs> now don't go away And this is the light who wound up as my dad As we sang Put over a ragtime with a bang On Moonlight Bay Oh Shall we uh, rest on our oars now and listen to the string on sound? Are you agreeable? Twenty years have passed, I've put on a little around the middle, lost considerable off the top, but Moonlight Bay is still there. Lindsay? We were sailing alone. Sailing in a souped-up hot rod outboard yet, some on sailing. On Moonlight Bay. Ah, yes, the bay. I was very big on the bay. They we adored me. could hear the voices ring. Ha, boo, 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 boo. Oh, no. Are you in pain? Don't knock that. Kept you in bubble gum for years. You have stolen my heart. Yes, you've stolen most of my good neckties, too, lady. Now, don't go. Oh, don't yeah, go away As we sang those On Moonlight Bay Oh, we would say Sailing along the beautiful We sailed along the beautiful Moonlight Bay
Thank you, Lynn. Lynn, thank you very much. Friends, only one, only one cigarette, Chesterfield, gives you mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste, what every smoker wants. And here's how to prove it. Buy a pack of Chesterfields, open them, and get a good whiff of that milder, milder aroma. Just one whiff will tell you that Chesterfield is milder. Then light up a Chesterfield and you know that you've found the milder cigarette. Uh, I don't like to interrupt, Bing, but yes, that, isn't a, that isn't the way Bob Hope sells Chesterfield. No? No, he always tells a few jokes first. Well, this is a serious business with us, Marilyn. Well, but Bob says a good salesman has to tell jokes. Good salesman, indeed. Marilyn, you're looking at the fellow who got Jolly Boy his job. I broke him in. <laughs> Caught him his Chesterfield ABCs. Well, on the Hope Show, those ABCs mean always be little Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant anteater beaked comedian or something like that. Well, we really do know our ABCs, don't we, Ken? Right, Bing. To smokers the world over, ABC means always buy Chesterfield. Always milder, better tasting, and cooler smoking. And only Chesterfield gives you this big plus. They leave no unpleasant aftertaste. So, ABC. Yes, always. Buy Chesterfield, Chesterfield, the one that proves its case. Yes, Chesterfield's a milder, milder, plus no aftertaste. So, ho, open a pack, give them a sniff. Then you smoke them. You did grand. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. May the good Lord bless and keep you. Whether near or far away May you find that long-awaited Golden day today May your troubles all be small ones And your fortune ten times ten May the good Lord bless and keep you Till we meet again May you walk with sunlight shining And a bluebird in every tree May there be a silver lining Back of every cloud you see, every cloud you see, fill your dreams with sweet tomorrows. Never mind what might have been. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet again. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet. Till we meet again. 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 
That uh, represents our closer for this evening. I'd like to thank Marilyn Maxwell, Louis Armstrong, and Lindsay for joining us here tonight. And also my thanks to the good citizens of Palm Springs, California. The... Yes, let's give them a hand. I mean the Monty Moncriefs and the Trav Rogers and all the nice people who have made our two weeks here such a delightful stay. Who's going to be with you next week, Bing? Oh, next week, Marilyn, we're going to have Mr. Gary Crosby. Good night, Marilyn. Good night, Bing. Good night, Lenny. Good night, Marilyn. Marilyn, Miss Maxwell, please. Gosh, a fella sure doesn't get very much chance in this family. You don't, huh? <laughs> That's the wrong line. Now, wait a minute. You want to read the right, right line now? Oh, I lost my page now. Well, here it is. <laughs> if you please... Miss Maxwell. Gosh, a fellow sure has a tough time growing up in this family. That's a better line. <laughs> now, you just take your time. You may... Come on now, Len. Let's slip out this back screen door. My car is parked there. Okay, Dad. Here's the door. I'll unhook the screen. Hey, uh, did you sneeze, kid, or something? Johnny's pop. It's a lion. <laughs> Open the door and let him in? No, don't let me out either. <laughs> See you next week for Chesterfield, folks. The best cigarette for you to smoke. <laughs> the Ring Crosby Show, presented by Chesterfield, was produced and transcribed in Palm Springs, California, by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in next week and hear Bing and his guest, Gary Crosby. <laughs> Friends, I want to remind you about the revealing new book, the book that's so important you must read it before you buy another pack of cigarettes. It's Tobacco Land, USA, the 14th edition. To get your copy, just put your name and address on a penny postcard and mail it to Chesterfield, box number 21, New York 8, New York. Remember, read Tobacco Land, USA, before you buy another pack of cigarettes. Ladies and gentlemen... The Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the recent Broadway musical hit, One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another big musical hit is brought to you transcribed by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae! Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, in tonight's story, the part of Venus will be played by Miss Music herself, Ginny Sims. And I'm Rodney the Barber, who tells you what it's like to know one touch of Venus. saw Venus was in the main gallery of the Whitlaw Savory Foundation of Modern Art. I'd gone there to shave Mr. Savory, but class was in session and I had to wait. 
walked out on me since I was born 3,000 years ago. I don't look 3,000 years old, do I? Oh, of course I don't. No man has walked out on me since I was born 2,900 years ago. And if Rodney Hatch thinks he's going to get away with it, he's very much mistaken. I think. I hope. Tell me how these things happen. Have I trusted in love too much? When did the magic vanish? Have I somehow lost my touch? How gay the world would be Could I love him? Could he love me?
I thought I'd seen the last of Venus when I ran out of that art gallery. And believe me, I had to run because I knew if I didn't that I was liable to... to, to, to let her keep Gloria's ring. Well, I, I got home and I was phoning Gloria when... Hello, Rodney, darling. Oh, no. Venus. Not you, Gloria. I was talking to another girl. What? I found you, Rodney. You've been running around the streets in that, 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 that petticoat? Rodney Hatch, what's going on over there? Gloria, I, I... You mean to tell me you call me up when you're with another woman? Well, believe me, I'm coming over there, Rodney Hatch, and when I get my hands on that creature... I can't you... stand any more of that. Gloria! Gloria, speak to me! She can't. I've silenced her. Why did you do it? Rodney, look into my eyes. You don't mind? I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> I was just leaving. Rodney. Rodney. Some other time. I'd love to, but I... Rodney. There. That's much better. Now, put your arms around me, Rodney. That's right. Oh, gee. I never felt like this before. Very few men have, Rodney. When you're in love with Venus, you're in love with love. Speak love when you speak love. A summer day weathers away. Something that never was before. On land or on sea. 
This calls for a real celebration. You're right, darling. How should we celebrate? Well, let's go down to Sheepshead Bay and have a big shore dinner. All right, darling. Whatever you say. I wait, darling, I wait. Will you speak low? Will you speak second act of One Touch of Venus in just a moment. You know, to us, the most wonderful thing about the Railroad Hour is the many friendly letters we receive from you listeners telling us how much you like the program. So, in turn, we've long wanted to show our appreciation. Now we're ready. And, uh, well, Gordon, suppose you tell our listeners what we've got for them. Well, I'll be glad to, Marvin. Folks, as our way of saying thanks, we put together a fascinating, colorful 32-page souvenir booklet of the Railroad Hour. Packed with photographs of the stars and members of the cast. Complete with interesting facts about their exciting careers. Yes, and there's the roll call of the Railroad Hour hits from Allegro to the Vagabond King. With dates, titles, guest stars, even a short synopsis of the plot. And an interesting behind-the-scenes tour of the Railroad Hour. Well, sir, it's the next thing to a visit. In fact, it is a pictorial visit to our Hollywood studio. And it's a goldmine of fascinating little-known facts about the railroads, too. Yes, there's more. But we're going to let you enjoy the fun of discovery for yourself as you leaf leisurely through the colorful pages of this interesting Railroad Hour souvenir booklet. Now get a paper and pencil and listen carefully while I tell you how to get your free copy of our Railroad Hour booklet. All set? Now here's what you do. Just print your name and address clearly, a penny postcard will do, and mail it to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You got it? Simply mail your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. In a short time, the mailman will bring you your copy of the Railroad Hour Souvenir Booklet. And now, here is the second act of One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. I was in an awful stew for a while. There I was, engaged to Gloria Kramer and in love with Venus. When Venus and I came back from Sheepshead's Bay, there was Gloria waiting in the parlor of the boarding house. And, oh, brother. Rodney Hatch, what have you done with my ring? Oh, well, I'll tell you, Gloria, but... Mother was right. She said even if you did manage to pay for it, you'd probably lose it. All I... right, I lost it. I hocked it, I threw it away. So what? That's telling her, Rodney. Rodney! Who is this woman? I'm Venus. Yeah? Who were your parents? The Mediterranean. I was born of the sea foam. You're crazy. And furthermore, you're a man thief, a gold digger. Be careful, my dear. You can't help your temper any more than you can help your knock knees. But if you don't keep still, I may turn you into a toad. Is that so? Now you listen to me. Oh, you keep still. What did you say? I don't intend to be pushed around by you any longer. Spoken like a man. 
You can't lead me around by the nose. A man's nose is his castle. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to stay here and be insulted. I don't blame you. I'd go immediately. And I'm going to tell my mother on you, you cab. And you. <laughs> you. Sick transit, Gloria Kramer. To think I've been taking that for five years. And if it wasn't for you, I'd be taking it for the rest of my life. Gee. What's the matter, Rodney? Well, suddenly I'm afraid I'm... I'm afraid of losing you. Rodney, you'll never be alone again, I promise you. But gee, what if you should decide that, that I'm not the right fellow for you? Mm, I know what I want, Rodney. After all, I'm old enough to... Well... <laughs> well, anyway, when the one man in the world comes along, a girl like me just knows. You could shuffle him with millions. Soldiers and civilians, I'd pick him out. In the darkest caves and hallways, I would know him always. Beyond a doubt, identification come easily to me. Because that's Know the way I feel when there is autumn in the air. That's him. That's him. The way you feel when Antoine has finished with your hair. That's him. That's him. You know the way you feel when you smell bread baking. The way you feel. Suddenly, a two-stop aching, wonderful world, wonderful you, that's him, that's him, he is as simple as a swim in summer, not arty, not actory. He's like a plumber when you need a plumber. He's satisfactory. You know the way you feel when you want to knock on wood. The way you feel when your heart is gone for good. Wonderful world. That's the way you feel. We better start making plans. You ever hear of Ozone Heights? No. What are they? Well, it's a great big new real estate development over on Staten Island. Every bungalow's just the same. They all got an electric incinerator, a radio that looks like a fireplace, and a fireplace that looks like a radio. <laughs> and when you sign the lease, you get a year's subscription to a magazine. Oh, Rodney. <laughs> You're sweet. You're exciting. You're wonderful. Creepers, creepers. If I love you this much now... Just think how I love you in five years. Waiting for a wooden wedding. Golly, how the birds will sing. 
while we whistle in the garden, planting onions in the spring, waiting for a wooden wedding. Golly, how the bees will buzz, spreading pollen on the flowers. We can do what a bee can do. Have on every anniversary a present you can pay for later. Maybe a cannon for nursery or a shell for just an incinerator. Waiting for our wooden wedding. Golly, what a trail we'll leave. Sip and Coca Cola at the pianola. Of course, Rodney. Ozone Heights isn't exactly what I'm accustomed to. Oh, you'll love it. Why, every day you can cook and sew and wash and talk with the neighbors. And before you know it, it'll be 7 o'clock and hubby will be coming up the stoop. The big stoop. <laughs> Won't you ever be late or early? Oh, no, sirree. I'm as punctual as clockwork. I like everything on the dot. And I keep wondering, if you see me every day, would you want to see me every night? Sure. <laughs> Married people are all the same, aren't they? Well, I've never been able to be like anybody else Oh, don't worry Ozone Heights will change all that Now, you wait here I'm going to phone and see if it's too late to apply for a marriage license today All right, darling Oh, Rodney I do love you But Ozone Heights Radios that look like fireplaces And fireplaces that look like radios Washing clothes, washing dishes Maybe when I was 17, but now I'm 29, um, 3,000 years old. I, I just couldn't face it. Goodbye, Rodney. Venus? Venus, where are you? She was gone. I think I knew it long before I found the ring in the table, long before I ran through the streets to the art gallery and saw that my Venus was a statue again. I stood there looking at her. The nicest goddess I ever met. And I said to her, why did you leave? You said I'd never be alone again. We're late. Oh, darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. Too soon, too soon. Excuse me. Can you tell me where I register for the art course? I said, where do I register for the... Why are you looking at me like that? Do you know you look just like that statue? Where do you come from? Ozone Heights. What? You like it there? Well, I wouldn't think of living anywhere else. My name is Rodney Hatch. Well, mine is... Uh... Oh, never mind. You don't have to tell me. I know. Time is old and love so brief. Love is pure gold and time a thief. We're late, oh darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. 
Ginny Sims will be back in just a moment. Thanks to Marvin Miller, Donna Hayner, and our entire company. One Touch of Venus with music by Kurt Vile and book and lyrics by Ogden Nash and S.J. Perlman was adapted for the Railroad Hour by Gene Holloway. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this time by the American Railroad. Folks, you've thanked us in thousands of friendly letters for the music heard on the Railroad Hour. And now we want to thank you for your interest and kindness. And that's why we put together an attractive Railroad Hour souvenir booklet with 32 pages packed with pictures and sketches from the life stories of your favorite Railroad Hour stars and members of the cast. Be sure to write for your free copy. And please send your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. That's the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You'll get your copy as a personal gift from us in the very near future. And now here again is lovely Ginny Sims. Gordon, I want to congratulate you. I understand the readers of Radio Television Mirror Magazine voted the Railroad Hour their favorite radio musical program. Well, that's right, Ginny. We're very happy that our show has so many friends. We feel that our wonderful guest stars like you have had a lot to do with it. So thanks again, Ginny, and thanks for a wonderful performance tonight. All aboard! Folks, next Monday we're doing something we think you'll want to hear. An English version of Puccini's beautiful opera... Madam Butterfly, with Nadine Connor as our guest star. Until next week, this is Gordon McRae saying goodbye. One Touch of Venus was transcribed in Hollywood and presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in the Warner Brothers production, The West Point Story. Miss Ginny Sims appears every Tuesday night in her own television show. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. And now keep tuned to your Monday night of music on NBC. Continued fine musical enjoyment with the Telephone Hour on NBC. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the recent Broadway musical hit, One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight, another big musical hit is brought to you transcribed by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. 
Well, in tonight's story, the part of Venus will be played by Miss Music herself, Ginny Sims. And I'm Rodney the Barber, who tells you what it's like to know one touch of Venus. saw Venus was in the main gallery of the Whitlaw Savory Foundation of Modern Art. I'd gone there to shave Mr. Savory, but class was in session and I had to wait. deny me, Barbara. I've been waiting 3,000 years. You've awakened me with your ring. You're my love. I'm not your love. <laughs> I'm Rodney Hatch. And I'm engaged to Gloria Kramer. And... What did you say your name was? Rodney Hatch. Rodney Hatch. <laughs> Venus Hatch. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't, lady, please. I told you I was engaged. Of course, Gloria's mad at me right now, but we're going to make up, and I've got to have that ring. Tell me about Gloria. Huh? Tell me all about Gloria. Well, she's... Well, anyway, I love her. I had a love, and 
my love was fair, fair as a summer's dawn. I lost my love, I never know where. Suddenly she was gone. The west wind stirred the meadow, the night she slipped away, and I seemed to glimpse her shadow when the west wind rushes the day. Oh, west wind, can you waken my true love? West wind, can you whisper in walked out on me since I was born 3,000 years ago. I don't look 3,000 years old, do I? Well, of course I don't. No man has walked out on me since I was born 2,900 years ago. And if Rodney Hatch thinks he's going to get away with it, he's very much mistaken. I think. I hope. Tell me how these things happen. Have I trusted in love too much? When did the magic vanish? Have I somehow lost my touch? How gay the world could be when I loved him. Could he love me?
with a new lover nightly. But my foolish heart says no. I thought I'd seen the last of Venus when I ran out of that art gallery. And believe me, I had to run because I knew if I didn't that I was liable to... to, to let her keep Gloria's ring. Well, I, I got home and I was phoning Gloria when... Hello, Rodney, darling. Oh, no. Venus. Rodney, how sweet. Oh, not you, Gloria. I was talking to another girl. What? I found you, Rodney. You've been running around the streets in that, 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 that petticoat? Gloria, I, I... You mean to tell me you call me up when you're with another woman? Well, believe me, I'm coming over there, Rodney Hatch, and when I get my hands on that creature... I can't you... stand any more of that. Gloria! Gloria, speak to me! She can't. I've silenced her. Oh, why did you do it? Rodney, look into my eyes. You don't mind, I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> I was just leaving. Rodney... Some other time. I'd love to, but I... Rodney. There. That's much better. Now, put your arms around me, Rodney. Mm, that's right. Oh, gee. I never felt like this before. Very few men have, Rodney. When you're in love with Venus, you're in love with love. Speak low when you speak low A summer day withers away Too soon, too soon Speak low when you speak low A moment is swift like ships adrift Swept apart too soon. Speak low, darling, speak low. Love is a spark lost in the dark. Too soon, too soon. I feel wherever I go that tomorrow is near. Oh, 
calling this is something that never was before. On land or on sea. This calls for a real celebration. You're right, darling. How should we celebrate? Well, let's go down to Sheepshead Bay and have a big shore dinner. All right, darling. Whatever you say. I Touch of Venus in just a moment. You know, to us, the most wonderful thing about the Railroad Hour is the many friendly letters we receive from you listeners telling us how much you like the program. So, in turn, we've long wanted to show our appreciation. Now we're ready. And, uh, well, Gordon, suppose you tell our listeners what we've got for them. Well, I'll be glad to, Marvin. Folks, as our way of saying thanks, we put together a fascinating, colorful 32-page souvenir booklet of the Railroad Hour. Packed with photographs of the stars and members of the cast. Complete with interesting facts about their exciting careers. Yes, and there's the roll call of the Railroad Hour hits from Allegro to the Vagabond King. With dates, titles, guest stars, even a short synopsis of the plot. And an interesting behind-the-scenes tour of the Railroad Hour. Well, sir, it's the next thing to a visit. In fact, it is a pictorial visit to our Hollywood studio. And it's a gold mine of fascinating little-known facts about the railroads, too. Yes, there's more. But we're going to let you enjoy the fun of discovery for yourself as you leaf leisurely through the colorful pages of this interesting Railroad Hour souvenir booklet. Now get a paper and pencil and listen carefully while I tell you how to get your free copy of our Railroad Hour booklet. All set? Now here's what you do. Just print your name and address clearly, a penny postcard will do, and mail it to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You got it? Simply mail your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. In a short time, the mailman will bring you your copy of the Railroad Hour Souvenir Booklet. And now, here is the second act of One Touch of Venus, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Ginny Sims. in an awful stew for a while. There I was, engaged to Gloria Kramer and in love with Venus. When Venus and I came back from Sheepshead's Bay, there was Gloria waiting in the parlor of the boarding house. And, oh, brother. Rodney Hatch, what have you done with my ring? Oh, well, I'll tell you, Gloria, but... Mother was right. She said even if you did manage to pay for it, you'd probably lose it. All oh, right, I lost it. I hocked it, I threw it away. So what? That's telling her, Rodney. Rodney... Who is this woman? I'm Venus. Yeah? Who were your parents? The Mediterranean. I was born of the sea foam. You're crazy. And furthermore, you're a man thief, a gold digger, Be and... careful, my dear. You can't help your temper any more than you can help your knock knees. But if you don't keep still, I may turn you into a toad. Is that so? Now you listen to me. Oh, you keep still. What did you say? 
I don't intend to be pushed around by you any longer. Spoken like a man. You can't lead me around by the nose. A man's nose is his castle. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to stay here and be insulted. I don't blame you. I'd go immediately. And I'm going to tell my mother on you, you cab. And you. <laughs> you. The transit Gloria Kramer. To think I've been taking that for five years. And if it wasn't for you, I'd be taking it for the rest of my life. Gee. What's the matter, Rodney? Well, suddenly I'm afraid I'm... I'm afraid of losing you. Rodney, you'll never be alone again, I promise you. But gee, what if you should decide that, that I'm not the right fellow for you? Mm, I know what I want, Rodney. After all, I'm old enough to... Well... <laughs> well, anyway, when the one man in the world comes along, a girl like me just knows. You could shuffle him with millions. Soldiers and civilians, I'd pick him out. In the darkest caves and hallways, I would know him always. Beyond a doubt, identification come easily to me. Because that's Know the way I feel when there is autumn in the air. That's him. That's him. The way you feel when Antoine has finished with your hair. That's him. That's him. You know the way you feel when you smell bread baking. The way you feel. Suddenly, a two-stop aching, wonderful world, wonderful you, that's him, that's him, he is as simple as a swim in summer, not arty, not accurate. He's like a plumber when you need a plumber. He's satisfactory. You know the way you feel when you want to knock on wood. The way you feel when your heart is gone for good. Wonderful world. Wonderful you That's it. Oh boy, if that's the way you feel, we better start making plans. You ever hear of Ozone Heights? No, what are they? Well, it's a great big new real estate development over on Staten Island. Every bungalow's just the same. They all got an electric incinerator, a radio that looks like a fireplace. In a fireplace that looks like a radio. <laughs> and when you sign the lease, you get a year's subscription to a magazine. Oh, Rodney. You're sweet. You're exciting. You're wonderful. Oh, creepers, creepers. If I love you this much now, just think how I love you in five years. Waiting for a wooden wedding. 
golly, how the birds will sing While we whistle in the garden Planting onions in the spring Waiting for a wooden wedding Golly, how the bees will buzz Spreading pollen on the flowers We can do what a bee can do have on every anniversary a present you can pay for later. Maybe a pennant for nursery or a shelf for judging incinerator. Waiting for our wooden wedding. Golly, what a trail we'll leave. Coca-Cola at the pianola. On Of course, Rodney. Ozone Heights isn't exactly what I'm accustomed to. Oh, you love it. Why, every day you can cook and sew and wash and talk with the neighbors. And before you know it, it'll be 7 o'clock and Hubby will be coming up the stoop. The big stoop. <laughs> Won't you ever be late or early? Oh, no, sirree. I'm as punctual as clockwork. I like everything on the dot. And I keep wondering, if you see me every day, would you want to see me every night? Sure. <laughs> Married people are all the same, aren't they? Well, I've never been able to be like anybody else. Oh, don't worry. Ozone Heights will change all that. Now, you wait here. I'm going to phone and see if it's too late to apply for a marriage license today. All right, darling. Oh, Rodney, I do love you. But Ozone Heights, radios that look like fireplaces, and fireplaces that look like radios, washing clothes, washing dishes, Maybe when I was 17, but now I'm 29, um, 3,000 years old. I, I just couldn't face it. Goodbye, Rodney. Venus? Venus, where are you? She was gone. I think I knew it long before I found the ring in the table, long before I ran through the streets to the art gallery and saw that my Venus was a statue again. I stood there looking at her. The nicest goddess I ever met. And I said to her, why did you leave? You said I'd never be alone again. We're late. Oh, darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. Too soon, too soon. Excuse me. Can you tell me where I register for the art course? I said, where do I register for the... Why are you looking at me like that? Do you know you look just like that statue? Where do you come from? Ozone Heights. What? You like it there? Well, I wouldn't think of living anywhere else. My name is Rodney Hatch. Well, mine is... Uh... Oh, never mind. You don't have to tell me. I know. Time is old and love so brief. Love is pure gold and time a thief. We're late, oh darling, we're late. The curtain descends, everything ends. Too 
gentlemen. Ginny Sims will be back in just a moment. Thanks to Marvin Miller, Donna Hainer, and our entire company. One Touch of Venus with music by Kurt Vile and book and lyrics by Ogden Nash and S.J. Perlman was adapted for the Railroad Hour by Gene Holloway. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this time by the American Railroad. Folks, you've thanked us in thousands of friendly letters for the music heard on the Railroad Hour. And now we want to thank you for your interest and kindness. And that's why we put together an attractive Railroad Hour souvenir booklet with 32 pages packed with pictures and sketches from the life stories of your favorite Railroad Hour stars and members of the cast. Be sure to write for your free copy. And please send your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. That's the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. You'll get your copy as a personal gift from us in the very near future. And now here again is lovely Ginny Sims. Gordon, I want to congratulate you. I understand the readers of Radio Television Mirror Magazine voted the Railroad Hour their favorite radio musical program. Well, that's right, Ginny. We're very happy that our show has so many friends. We feel that our wonderful guest stars like you have had a lot to do with it. So thanks again, Ginny, and thanks for a wonderful performance tonight. All aboard! Folks, next Monday we're doing something we think you'll want to hear. An English version of Puccini's beautiful opera, Madame Butterfly, with Nadine Connor as our guest star. Until next week, this is Gordon McRae saying goodbye. <laughs> Touch of Venus was transcribed in Hollywood and presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in the Warner Brothers production, The West Point Story. Miss Ginny Sims appears every Tuesday night in her own television show. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. And now keep tuned to your Monday night of music on NBC. Continued fine musical enjoyment with the Telephone Hour on NBC.